I caught boom, 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 boom. I caught uh, American Anchor Baby on Friday evening, and I heard, uh, I heard, what's his name called? The, the uh, producer. Isn't that nice? Right on. We, uh, we have, it's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles, guys. And it is Monday, the 29th of January, A.D. 2024. And we're going to have a, hopefully we'll have a fun show, you know. Uh, We'll have some things, a little bit of news to cover. I don't know really what's going on. (laughs) But a few um, American soldiers, purported soldiers, died. Killed, droned. By some people, people, and evil Joe Biden is pretending like he's going to do something about it, which halfway I want to blame him for this thing, even though I don't know what really is going on. More than halfway want to blame him. (laughs) Uh, And getting even more involved doesn't seem like uh, the answer to necessarily. I know you got to do something, but... (laughs) A whole lot of mess going on in the world. I missed some Super Chats, guys, by the way. I will get to those. I appreciate that. Gregatron alerted me to my being remiss and not getting to his Super Chat. I have some beautiful music to share with you guys. Immigration. A little note on immigration. Um, Something that Tucker Carlson said in his speech to Canada that I mentioned to you guys last week. Uh, I, I... at the beginning of the stream, I was talking about how Sean, the producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, called into Nick's stream on Friday. Did you guys catch that? Anchor, American Anchor Baby on, at 4 p.m. on Fridays? About the death penalty. And I had, was thinking about the death penalty. I have an abortion story that I would like to share with you guys. A pro-abortion type of uh, woman trying to run for office. Because her baby was not going to be healthy and it was like a risk to her or something like that and so she tried to get an abortion or something like that in Tennessee or somewhere and now she's trying to run for office and cussing and Washington Compost is doing this puff piece pro-abortion puff piece it's ridiculous so all that hopefully you know we'll see what we get to and your calls if you'd like to call in you're welcome to 888-77-JESSE But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. guys doing i am fine it is monday everybody loves mondays don't we don't we all uh i am wearing my nice uh, boulder city N- nevada t-shirt shout out to boulder city um got it from like a rite aid over there <laughs> i'm excited about uh 
Soul Junk Sunday, continuing into Monday, and of course, Menomina Monday, so stay tuned for the beautiful music. Before, before I get into this mumbo-jumbo about, um, well, you know what? Let me just t- get into this briefly and then get to calls. You can call in one 888 Some of you guys are already on hold. Joe Biden lied and American soldiers died. Evil Joe and commie nonsense versus our greatest president. It's ridiculous. Um, now, I don't know what I'm talking about with this foreign policy stuff at all. But I know that Biden is evil and lame and fake, and I saw clips of him looking like a warmongerer, pro-bombing, uh, you know, like civilians, or civilians collateral damage, that's fine. In, since like the 90s, alongside John McCain. So that guy, he's one of those fake tough people, who's a phony politician. And then you have Trump, a man who's actually tough, and who's also a man of peace. We have to have peace. He would have negotiated around the Civil War so that we didn't have the Civil War. Wouldn't that have been nice? Nice. Not like Abe Lincoln. Honest Abe. Three-year war, however long that war was, this so-called Civil War. Terrible. <laughs> and again, I'm speaking from total ignorance. I don't know history. I don't know foreign policy. I don't know wars. But I know Trump is a man of... of uh, capability. Biden is both incompetent and corrupt. That's how it seems to me. So I have this uh, headline, uh, troops killed. Number one, we shall respond from Commie Nonsense Network by quoting our, our second phoniest president behind uh, Obama. Because I think Obama's phonier than Joe. Because Joe is like Everybody knows he's phony, so it's kind of amusing, charming. But Obama, like half the country can't tell that he's so phony. Uh, Biden, Biden says, we shall respond after U.S. troops got killed in the Middle East. What? What? How did U.S. troops get killed? I told you about it in Hague News. You can go check it out at the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Like 30 got injured and three killed or something. From a drone strike. They droned us. You know how Obama was droning a bunch of people? Biden got our people droned. Biden is Joe Obama. He's Obama part two. We shall respond. This is phony. Weak. Pathetic. Too late. Uh, So then uh, go over to Troops Killed number two. Trump was quick to exploit a crisis facing Biden for political gain. Please. And what crisis was that? Seizes on the U.S. troops killed. And the border crisis, by the way. To sell a general election message. Go over to number three. None of this stuff happened under Trump, and that's a fact. (laughs) It may be an irrelevant fact. It may be a cherry-picked fact. But I think it's pertinent. (laughs) <laughs> LOL, Hake doesn't know anything. Yes, I don't. Hake talking with Trump hands. <laughs> yeah, true. I need to be talking with black lady claps. Don't forget to squint the eyes, James. <laughs> yeah. 
Donald Trump's core general election argument is that President Joe Biden is weak and incapable as events spin out of control at home and abroad. And things weren't really spinning out of control at home and abroad under Trump, were they? I mean, yeah, they were. I know that we had the Black Lives Matter riots, and he didn't come down with a heavy fist on them like maybe many of us would love for him to have done on the insurrection around the country of Black Lives Matter Antifa. But uh, he didn't really have to—I don't know how many troops got killed under, under Trump, of American troops got killed under Trump. Uh, I know that a lot got killed under Obama and under George W. Bush. I think more under Obama than W. Bush. Could be wrong. The rules of engagement were ridiculous under Obama, I heard, per Breitbart. And... We're not even at war, supposedly, but we're getting ourselves droned. Shameful. It's true what Trump is talking about. And Trump, like I said, a man of peace. Prove me wrong. And <laughs> CNN is like running cover, running cover for, uh, for Biden, calling it exploit a crisis for political gain. That's all you guys ever do. That's what your headline really is, basically. Exploit a crisis to make Trump look like the bad guy when Obama's the one failing us at home and abroad. What a mess. Terrible. So, let me get to uh, Keith in Illinois who is on the line here. Keith, thank you for calling, man. What's up? Hey, nothing much. Hey, how are you, man? I'm fine. Yeah, I was um, thinking, uh, you know, when President Trump was running for president, the liberal media, CNN, MSNBC, The View, all they kept saying, he's going to start wars. He's gonna, they were scaring people. North Korea's going to bomb us. We're going to start wars. Yeah, they were acting like our greatest yeah, president is going to start World War Three. Right, they were saying that twenty four seven people scared that you know uh, 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 Kim Jong Un was going to bomb us, and here he is over there shaking this man's hand. The man stopped firing missiles. Yeah, number two, Joe Biden is spending. We spending almost trillions of dollars over here in Ukraine, and then we fighting other wars around the world. And you and and, and Biden is, is starting a war against his own country. So these people should look like they they, they need to be announcing this twenty four seven how corrupt and lying these liberal media's are. Here it is, Joe Biden is even starting a war against his own countrymen. Yep, yep, exactly. What do you mean by war? Oh yeah, he's he, he is. He's kind of like yeah. talking about. Oh, you need an F sixteen. You don't need your Second Amendment. You need an F sixteen. Well. An armed populace is more squirrely and uh, a little bit tougher to control. <laughs> well, I'm talking about down there on the Texas border. He's, you know, sending people down oh, yeah. there. Yeah, he's suing them and sending people down there. Sending his federal, 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 federal my would call them federalities. <laughs> they like federalities. the cartel anyway. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, uh, the, the, the Democratic government ain't nothing but the, the federalities, uh, the, the communists. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 everything against our country because they send money to Ukraine, but here we got dilapidated schools. You know, yeah. we don't have in, infrastructure falling down all around, potholes everywhere. You know, schools from the 1970s haven't been upgraded in the inner cities. You have to the liberals and Democrats, whoever now they care about black and brown. You know, right. they, they lie about it 24-7. They don't put a dime into our community, and now they got enough nerve to take money out and give it to the illegal aliens 
You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, but Biden has started war all around, I mean, in wars all around the world, and he's starting a war against his own countrymen down there on the Texas border. They're talking about Trump had no wars, things were peaceful, you know what I'm saying? And and, and, and people around the world was respecting us. And here's this Biden fool, they're just satanic, evil, wicked, like you said, Obama part two. Yeah. It was allowing all this to happen. And, uh, and, and I just remember that they were just talking about how he was a warmonger. And Biden ain't the worst warmonger I've ever seen in my life. I know. Yeah. He's like his, he's, He's like twin babies with uh, John McCain. Yeah. I heard that John McCain is a big-time warmonger, and I don't know right. if it's true, but... Uh, but McCain even started a war against his own country. Oh, Biden and the Obama administration, this called it definitely, they always say part two. Yeah. They're starting a war against their own countrymen. Yep. Yeah, I know. I heard, that the, that I heard the Supreme Court, thanks a lot, Amy Barrett, uh, yeah. said, that, yeah. said that the feds can cut the razor wire thousands of miles or hundreds of miles or something like that of razor wire at the border that the uh, Texas people put in to prevent the illegals from crossing into our country. If we, if we, they left it there, let the people, if they want to cross and, and, uh, and do things so that they can't, you know, breathe in the water and stuff like that, then, you know, like, cause a few of them drowned. If, if, you, if they don't successfully get across, and there's like a story of them like you know drowning, that would be a deterrent so that they don't try it anymore. But no, we're right, enabling because, it. But if they came in the right port of entry, there wouldn't be any drowning. You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And number two, like I say, I remember that a Whoopi Goldberg old gorilla, ugly little fat little. Oh ugly come on! Little, I like baby. her. She's Man. cute. And that old Joy Behar, that old evil witch from the. The 15th century looking face <laughs> Oh, come on. I like Joy Behar. It's going to be wars, wars, wars. That's all they said. That 20, and people were scared. Yeah, true. They just broke a real Obama. This man went over there and shook this man's hand, and Joe Biden is costing us almost a trillion dollars fronting that Ukraine war. Now we're you know, in other wars, and he's starting a war against his own countrymen. CNN, uh, oh, man, that's all they kept saying every day, MSNBC, yep. all those clowns and communist news reporters on all those shows, and CNN, Don Lemon. I mean, I just, I just remember seeing it all the time. And here this man, we had no war, and this man had enough nerve, the Biden, Biden, Biden Obama administration had enough nerve to start a war against his own countrymen. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, um, I want to acknowledge the um, the Israel critics. There are many Israel critics who say, oh, Trump is controlled by Israel, and he's like kisses up to Israel. But I think that they recognize, just as you and I recognize, that, you know, people say, oh, no more wars for Israel. And I don't know exactly what that means. Are they saying that I- the Iraq war was for Israel or this— I- this Iran threatening is for Israel. I don't know. I know that Netanyahu is concerned about Iran, but Trump did not. Although, as as much as well as Trump treated Israel, he did not go into any wars, and in fact, he helped broker so-called peace deals with Israel. Which I don't know about those, but whatever. Nice. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, when Biden got there, with nothing but wars all you know around the world, and then we got to fund the war, and now we actually in a war. I mean, just this guy here, right? I just like when you look at people like you. And then I just want to ask any white man, just like, how did you vote for a man that said white people are evil, white people are the problem, white people are to blame for black problems, 
and it, and, and it makes the whole world hate white people. Why would you vote for a man? Yeah. You were thinking about that. I'm like, can somebody explain that to me, please? Yeah. You know, um, you mentioned that you mentioned war and no. there, w- Ukraine did not happen. Russia no. relatively behaved yeah. under uh, yeah. w- with Trump there. We were yeah. almost we were almost going to start to get along with Russia again. Right. Remember and when I Hillary Obama did not attack Israel? We had no things. We almost had no war. Yeah. Nothing going on. And he, we, we were supposed to pull out Afghanistan, and take all our weapons. Yeah. Need them to oh, that country man. because that country belongs to them. Two two trillion dollars just wasted. Twenty trillion, whatever that was, just wasted over there trying to convert them people into homosexual country and to convert them into, you know, letting you women to run all over them. Yeah. And them men and them channels fought. Them men, you got to give them men credit. They fought for their country because they were not going to turn over to the Western, well, not Western, but this evil government that, that this uh, drug dealing, uh, uh, what I call uh, human trafficking government. They was like, no. They fought in sandals and an AK-47 against all these weapons and eventually they got their country back. But, it, it's just been horrible to invite. I just, how can somebody explain that to me? Inflation is high, interest rate is high, crime everywhere. It's like, how could you tell me this? This is uh, under a good, a good uh, administration. I just don't understand how somebody can even fix their mouth. It's, it's unsafe to walk the streets. Yeah. We, we don't know if the terrorists going what they're going to do. We got so many in our country now, but even our own neighborhood, you just, you know, just. I'm scared to walk the streets at night. I mean, I'm scared to, you know, be out and about. Right. I just don't understand somebody can say anything good about this administration. Yeah. But the war thing I just had to say. No, you're right about that. I, I forgot all about Afghanistan, and you're talking yeah. about the crime here. I don't really blame Biden for the crime. I'm, it's just more his ilk. It's uh, because Biden's not in control of the lo- these local communities that have these Soros DAs well, I mean, but, and stuff like that. You're right, you're right. You're right. But, 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 but it's the this. same culture. Okay. They come from the same yeah, but that's what liberal... I'm that's what I mean, but it's the same. They, are they all Democrats? Yeah. It's the same culture. Yeah. What a mess. So, yeah, I just want to say that my main thing with Biden, he was starting a war with his own countrymen. Not only is wars all around the world, we fund the war, but he wouldn't start, a, 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 I, mean, a, I mean, a civil war. With his own countrymen, that is the most evil, wicked president, the most satanic. Just, just, I mean, just, just so wicked and evil. Uh, you know, what I'm saying to, to even think about, you know, uh, starting a war against your own yeah. countrymen. You know, that's all I got to say. That's terrible. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, uh, all right thanks a lot, hey, man. Y'all take care, man. All right, you as well, Keith in Illinois. I thought I saw something in the chat. Oh, Sion says, hey, even if Trump comes in miraculously back into the White House and makes it white on the inside again, you know, pure heart, Christian, uh, at least Christian friendly, right? His hands will be tied and they will already, they already destroyed this country. Yeah, I know. I know, Sion, generally. You may be right about that. And it doesn't, you know, it's, it's gone, but we still... We still uh, point to what's right. And he's the right man for the job. It's just the truth, you know? It just is. Uh, there was a super chat that came in. I think Sion gave a coffee. And I will get to yours, Gregatron. I didn't forget. Uh, world gone crazy. Wild cat emojis. Two of them. Make, make it make sense. Black hands clapping. Yellow hands clapping, black hands clapping, yellow hands clapping, black hands clapping, yellow hands clapping emojis. Thank you, Sion. Appreciate that. Um, someone bought a coffee. What do you mean when you use the term normal white? 
Are you using the term normal to mean these are the characteristics that are most common amongst whites? Or do you mean this is what the average white should be like in your ideal world or something different? Um, I'm referring to the, uh, American, the American whites, you know, the founding, like the Anglos. They were Christian. They were uh, fair-minded. They were decent. They were conservative, roughly, or at least sensible. So that's what I mean. Um, they were not necessarily Italian. Shout out to the Italians. They were normal Christians, not these Catholics. But shout out to the Catholics. We like you too. But it's not normal to be Catholic in America. It's okay. It's nothing wrong necessarily with it. My favorite justice, Clarence Thomas, is Catholic. So hey. And I, so there's some nice people who called into the show who are Catholic. Even blacks. Did you know that there are blacks who are Catholic even? Uh, so that's what I mean by normal white. I mean, like, they're not Jewish. They're not, because Jewish people, many of them are, are white. Uh, the Italians are considered white. They're, and these people are white in that they're white enough to be hated. And sometimes they act out. They're the ones with the big mouths and get, get the normal whites in trouble. Because <laughs> everybody wants to blame all the normal whites for something that these more mouthy whites and more less Christian whites... <laughs> behave <laughs> that's what I mean and shout out to the Irish too so hey the Irish are more likely to interracially uh, marry that's how Cassius Clay came about Cassius Clay and shout out to all of them 120 over 80 is what could, could consider considered to be normal blood pressure BP but most people have a higher blood pressure so in that text in that context, 120 over 80 isn't normal, he says. This says this someone person, who I don't mean to dox the gender. It might be a gal. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily mean most common. Because normal is as things should be, all things being, you know, people being sensible. Also to Keith, how is Biden starting a war with his own people? Oh, uh, well, Keith is off the line now, but he's talking about uh, the people of Texas, for example, are acting like they want to protect their state from invasion by the illegals through the illegal crossings. And the Biden administration is like, oh, no, 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 you don't get to do that. And they're like fighting about it. And there's all kinds of crime and all kinds of mess going on. I uh, didn't see your question in time to ask him what he meant by that. But that is a fair question. It's a nice question. Ego is real. Uh, bought a coffee. Hake. Quoting Hake. Is Hake a midwit? And I'm like, upper midwit class? I said some, I saw somebody in the chat said, more like a dim, dimwit. Dimwit to midwit. <laughs> Don't say dimwit, kids. I learned dimwit, the dimwit insult. From a, a cousin out of state one time. I think it was a cousin. <laughs> when I was a kid. That's funny. Everybody, everybody else in response. Nah. Hake pronounces Kapchka like it's Russian. <laughs> Laughing face emoji with tears coming out. Well, thank you. Ego is real. That was funny. So, uh, yeah. Hake equals mouthy white. Yeah, Hake might not be a normal white either. 
Uh, and I would be remiss were I not to get to the last uh, Super Chats that I missed from la- this weekend and earlier. Gregatron donated saying, Hake, black women have bad hair. His words, not mine, because they put too many chemicals in their hair, he says. Also, the weave slash extensions weigh their natural hair down so it doesn't grow properly. Imagine wearing a weighted vest for years. It could stunt your growth. Yeah, I knew a guy who was, like, stocky and buff. Like, he had the... He, he was, like, a buff freshman. I'm talking 14-year-old. 14, 15-year-old. And I wrestled him. I was in wrestling. I was James the Snake. Hake was my nickname from one of my coaches slash, uh, slash English teacher. Very good English teacher, by the way. James the Snake Hake. And there was this other skinny Asian guy who was... <laughs> Actually, I don't want to dox him. I can't dox him. But he was nicknamed... I'll, I'll skip his first name. It's harder, to, it's harder to, to dox him in that case. He was named... Hmm? Insert Asian first name. Hmm? The Mack Truck. Nice. Nice. Uh... Yeah, but I think he might have stunted his growth by uh, exercising, lifting weights so early. Maybe. Because he was relatively short. Uh, yeah, and then plus, also they pull it tight, and that, when you pull it tight, that messes with it. I know guys who have, like, patchy beards, and it might be Hague too, right? And that's partly because they sleep on their, so- they sleep right here, you know? You know how a baby will sleep against, with his head on the, and then he'll get balder here. Well, same thing with facial hair. If you sleep on one side all the time, it gets balder here. I had a dream last night that I had alopecia. I cracked. Alopecia. 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 Aloposia. Something like that. You know, the weird bald spot areas? (laughs) You guys have me traumatized about my hair. I made no claims about my hair. And then this black guy called in with this viral call, all hyped, saying, best hair on the internet, and talk, just talking very, speaking very well of the JLP crew years ago. And that's how it became a meme. Blacks are memeable. They sp- speak memeable things. Nice. Thank you, Gregatron. Um, yeah, that could be the chemicals and the weight and stuff like that. It doesn't seem comfortable. Just be comfortable, black gals, and just, you know, do your hair nicely. Uh, <laughs> Lin Yen Chin says, quotes, How could, this is from CJ's call on Friday, I believe. Yeah. How could something exist made up of a bunch of stuff that doesn't exist? That was a quote. That was a question. Simple. Exist is a side effect of not exist in the binomial flux of probability manifested as the sum of all experience, says Lin Yen Chin. Lord Goodhair, the fuller comment is on that CJ video. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. And I did see a fuller comment on... Uh, I had to see it from my one app and not my other app, my regular YouTube app, but my U- did not show it, but my YouTube studio app did show it, Lin Yen Chin. So I don't really appreciate YouTube's sen- auto-censorship of 
of comments sometimes, but just know that that's what's going on. Birdie, ba- Birdie Bound B bought a coffee. James, you're wearing the Boulder City tee and filling it out like you've been throwing boulders. Indeed. Indeed. Hake is looking bulky. What size are you? And I just look, look around. Oh, oh, that's a... That's a medium. Oh, that's a small. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nice. Thank you, Birdie Bound B. (laughs) I remember Birdie Bound B said Joelle is a unit. A unit, because Joelle Friday exercises. And so he's fit, not fat. Right on. Catch Joelle Friday TV in an hour and a half. Thank you guys for the super chats. Appreciate that. William in California is on the line speaking at Black Catholics. How you doing, William? <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem with us? Nothing. No problem. No problem. You, you, you know, in your chat, you know, they got a lot of good people in it, but a lot of them be lying. First oh, yeah. First of all, True. I never said I look like Joel. <laughs> I think I'm the one who made that claim. Etiquette. Wait a minute. If you have any <laughs> etiquette, Joel can't look. William cannot look like Joel because William's older than Joel. It would be Joel looked like me. And I never said that. I said, Joel, you have the same build. Okay, same build. Okay. Same build. Yeah. We were talking about gaining weight in age. I've only gained ten pounds in forty years. So that's what we were talking about. Being slim. Yeah. Staying athletic. That's what me and Joel were talking about. Nice. Right. right. (laughs) Then you get but you're years. also Creole, right? Not to dox yeah. your ethnicity, but you're yeah. Creole. Yeah, my mother is uh, yeah, and I. Yeah, I'm, I'm Creole, yeah. Does that mean that's, you're dark? Uh, Joel Friday says that he's dark for a Creole. He is considered a, a caramel dark. Yeah, my mother is like the same color as Joel. Okay. I'm, I'm more on the light. Okay. Right. So then, so then is Maze... Well, I don't want to get you started on why, this. Why? Why? Why do you do this? <laughs> I couldn't help okay? it. Move on. You, move you're on. You're not getting no traction with yeah. me and her. No, I don't want to. I don't to. know what it is. Just just know with all due respect. Yeah. I don't know what it is <laughs> that you are so invested, Maze, on what I look like. And you're supposed to be married. Because she claims that he's actually white no, no, pretending no, 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 to be no. black. This is starting to look really stupid. It is. I don't know what it is that you're so invested in what I look like. Yep. Because I don't play with other people's wives. I told you this a million times. Right. That's good. You need your husband to deal with me. Yeah. Along with Freddie. Nice. And John and anybody else, any of your friends. I've been in situations where women talk too much. Oh, yeah, and it causes problems. It doesn't need to. I don't think. I, I, that's one of my criticisms of the blacks, though, because uh, you seem to be triggered by the, the, no, no, the no, women, the black no, no, gals. No, I'm letting you know I've been in this situation before. But you have an have issue with the black gals. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're letting this person call me names over the air, and it's okay with you. I wanted to ask you about that. Right. I'm fine with okay. it because yeah, I, it means nothing to me, and I'm sure it, it means, mean nothing. It means see, nothing to you. Few, I got a few choice words I could call her, and I won't do that because I'm right. in control of myself. Yeah. Because you don't really have kind of point out. It's not triggered. I'm letting you know I'm not going to do it. We have a double standard on the Hague report. I have a standard for people who are able to hold themselves to a standard, and then I have a lower standard for gals like Maze. But Maze doesn't come off as like totally mean and nasty. She is mean and nasty. You you know what, dude? I thought you was a Christian. I'm Christian. 
I'm not, right, well, but I'm not Catholic. Wait a minute, that ain't true. <laughs> What's that? What you just said? What? Mays doesn't come off. Come on, man. Oh, she comes off kind of nasty. That's true. But sometimes okay, so she's let, nice. Let's 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 stop there. Let's stop there because she's not important. So check it right. out. Right. Okay. What the conversation was was about hair and neatness and mm-hmm. grooming. Nobody's crying about what somebody looked like. I have a lot of friends that do this. They were clean cut all their life. We come to 2024 and they got these huge dyed, cold black dyed beards. Black people don't have cold black hair. Oh. Have you seen these big Taliban beards that they're wearing now? Yeah. They got top ramen crumbs in it. Mm, we were terrible. speaking about hair, about being groomed, how you present yourself on jobs and maybe with the other uh, caller you had he cleared it up he's like he said Williams a civilian is there's some things that he may not know about the military when it comes to dress code most women I used to see in the military had a bun yeah that's why I was acting and it's he t- cleared it up with tied up and out of the way yeah he your, your caller cleared it up it was Ian or whatever his name is he cleared it up with Ian from sense. California yeah yeah shout out yeah he cleared it up with common sense True. You get the silliness come calling in with the same stupid question, two-state solution. You don't even know what it means. And there's no occupation, Freddie. No occupation. Wikipedia Israel says is it a is. a real country. No, Israel is a real country, and yes, they control it. And Palestine is not. That's why Israel controls their water. If you're a country, why does another country control your water and electricity? Yeah. That is not a state. That is no two-state solution. You said you've been following it for 10 years. I've seen it for 40. They ain't going to have no, there's not going to be a two-state solution. What a mess. Because they're not really known as a country based on what? The, and, and you know what? The surrounding countries don't want these Palestinians. So I get apparently they don't really behave in a way that's... They don't. They don't. That's they got palatable for the money. people. Look, they got more money to take care of them to get get them on their feet. They took the money and bought rockets. So or that's built rockets, why yeah. the Geneva Convention does not really want to recognize them as a country. Yeah. So there's no two state solution. There's no occupation. What? What? Well, see, they hear these things on CNN and you don't know what it means. There's no occupation. Where's the occupation? Yeah. Israel is a country. Palestine is not. Palestine is like South Central, Oakland, and Richmond, California, rolled up in one. That doesn't sound good. A bunch of people just not behaving. That's what that place is. And so you, there's no occupation because you seem to launch 4,000 rockets over to Israel. We forgot about that part. Yeah. We, who started that war? It was the rockets. I mean, but, you can go on and on and forever because it's going to be it's so endless. Old, like you said, it's, it's, they do this, what, every 10 years? They go, they flare up. And especially under weak people like Biden. Yeah. <laughs> you, did, you were just talking about how Trump didn't get any worse. I actually think you might be right on that one because when the president of North Korea, you remember, what, I, little, quoting Trump, he said, little if rocket, you passed another missile by the Philippines and Japan, yeah. We're going to show you that we haven't tested anything since 1943. Yeah. Nice. And no, nobody's dropped anything nuclear since. 
Sweet. So he told him, don't do it again. Did he do it again? Keith and Illinois I don't think right. that he did. He, 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 he did. They behaved. Trump was gone. Oh, yeah. He, did, he started up again. <laughs> Didn't do that when Trump was in office. Right. So let's address this two-state solution. There's not going to be one because one of them is not a state. Yeah. They, you know what they did. They took all the money they got and they took and bought, build the tunnels. I wouldn't be against them become having a state, but they can't. They don't haven't earned it. But it ain't my call, and they haven't yeah. earned it. You're correct. They didn't earn it. They they they've taken, they've taken foreign aid and put it into terrorism. Do you want to talk with uh, Frederick from Los Angeles? Talk. He ain't got no information. He doesn't know what he's talking about. There's not okay. going to be a two state solution, Frederick. You are country. Get the top ramen out of your beard. <laughs> I we're not only talking about hair because we're comparing how um, if you look on YouTube, sometimes they put it in color. They'll show you New York City or Harlem in the 1930s, and they put it in color. It's very interesting. You see how the people were dressed back then? Nicely. Shaved. Yeah. All, I'm like, look at all the men. You know. Um, They're all shaved. Kentucky John said that uh, men shouldn't. Well, leave that long. No, he said that men shouldn't shave their beard because he's an Israelite, right? So the Israelites think that they're not supposed to. Who are they? I mean, he's just going off the Old Testament. It's respectable. I don't. The standard of no, they are not the standard of how to look (laughs) because half of them are overweight. But I know that uh, Kentucky John is not overweight. Big beards. Most of them have big, nappy, nasty-looking beards. I've been looking at that with friends I went to school with. Like, we had, like, a picnic last year. All of our neighborhood got together. I'm looking at all my friends, and they all got these Taliban beards. And we know they're gray-haired men. We're all over 60 now. Uh, Where are they getting these cold black beards? My brother looked at me and said, that's just for men. I said, so wait a minute. You're gray-headed, and you're going to dye a cold black beard? A whole big old beard. Big ones. looking Looking like gorillas. Well, they're just trying to find their identity. William, well, that's I, what you were talking about, too. Why do black people have to be so black? Yeah. When know. you don't really need to do that. And if you were in the military, Freddie, you ask a stupid question. I guess they had afros in the military when we... No, they didn't. They had a dress code. And the other guy in Los Angeles, Ian, he, he, he identified it. Hey, uh, Marines don't open to change as much in special forces yeah you ain't gonna see all that because it's business it's it, they're more about real business of like I doing awesome things for the military him. i mean he explained it perfectly yep. because my dad was in the marine corps and he told me years ago they just don't open up to change that much but i think what he's saying is that the reason why you're seeing this is being he explained it it's the atmosphere of the day the 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 yeah, politics. Well, well, like he said, it's actually it's past the White House. It's not so much the administration. It's just the the how do you say it? What he was trying to say? Uh, it's the aura that we have right now. The wokeness. Yeah, it's the and, culture is corrupt. Right, right. And I have a lot of friends that were in the military in the seventies, and they didn't have big afros. They made them cut. It. They made them cut. Them. I gotta so, run, William in California. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, take care, man. All right, bye. All right. Frederick in Los Angeles, California. What's up, Frederick? Yeah, How you doing? You let him run. 
How you doing, Hank? I'm, I'm doing fine. You let him run. You should have just said yes or no. Do you want to talk to Frederick or not? And <laughs> he he would have just had to put him on the spot. You shouldn't have just asked him. You know, <laughs> good darn well, betas can't grow birds. That's estrogen is why he's against birds. Hey, hey, I heard that uh, the, more, the more testosterone you have, the more likely you go bald. Now, that has to do with hereditary on your mother's father's side. What are you talking about, Hank? What you hearing? That, too, I guess. I've Look heard, up the fact. I've heard both okay, things. Okay, what you hearing? Uh, did you hear testosterone has to do with uh, beard growth? No, I did not hear that. I oh, think it has more to do with the, the whites... Whites. Uh, whites are often living in colder climates, so they grow hair on their face, and it keeps them w- a little bit warmer. And the blacks more live in hot areas where they don't need beards. They need to cool off so they don't grow hair on their f- bodies. No, I don't think that's true. You don't I think that's true? I think that's plainly obvious. Oh. Maybe, I just get, maybe I just spouted off evolution propaganda. I'm surprised you didn't agree with it. No, I don't believe that. Oh, good for you. I get you. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right. Anyway. But anyway, William don't know what he's talking about either. So I don't know. About what? Taxpayers. Uh, explain. Tell William next time he called to explain to you why taxpayers been sending millions and billions to Israel for defense, and they can't defend their borders on October 7th. They have staged the 9-11 to go to war and William's dumb enough to act like, oh, there's never been an occupation. He's so blind and you let him talk. That's a waste of air. William is a cold waste of air, Uncle Tom. Oh. Uh, that he's a wigger, attack females. Wait. After I told him he's weak for attacking females, he stopped. That's when William stopped. I said, oh, okay, you want to attack Maze, attack me. He quit. He said, I need to talk to your husband. Yeah, because you don't talk to a woman like that. And I made him quit attacking me. He used to play <laughs> games and have phone wars with me because he's a he's a beta. But he's, he's a spoiled daddy's kid. His daddy had money. You dig? Had the little car wreck. He had barely any women. Wait a minute. He did it All right, you, you're going he in a little bit. You're no going in more life. than you need to, man. Come on. No, he went in on me. Listen, he didn't. He barely went in on you. He, he didn't talk listen, about your personal listen. life. Yeah, listen, this is what he said. I had ramen in my bird. That's my part. Oh, yeah. I, that, I didn't I disavow that. I don't even eat ramen noodles, though. You ain't disavowed when he was on the I didn't. I don't know whether you eat ramen noodles. You Who heard cares? Him say it, though, hey? You heard him say it. I know, but nobody really believes it. He's like, why do you. You're you, on his side. I know you are, Hank. I'm, I'm not on either side. In this, in this nonsense, I'm not on either side, man. I'm not on either side. That's right. That's right. Quick. <laughs> because you guys are being silly. You guys are being immature. Aren't you guys hey, being immature? Five. I'm not 005 no more. Whatever you're talking about. You act like y'all amigos or something. Frederick. I know y'all both racist against blacks, but you ain't got to act like he he's smart when he called because he's not. Racist? Aren't you guys I'm being immature? Racist, but not racist, but you know. Aren't you guys... Aren't you guys being immature right now? No, because I wanted to talk to a man to man, and he ran. That was the perfect timing. No, but that's he the one. He it's not man to man. It would be no beta more. to beta because you guys allowed. are just. I'm pulling his card. You guys are doing low blows. No you guys more. are doing silly low blows on each other. No, he can't. He can't. Call Walking all over Hake's show. I just tapped him out. 
Lord. He couldn't in your imagination. His daddy told him, you can't go to this black See, you're college. doing it again, Frederick. College. No, this is stuff he told us. Right. His dad told he him, go to a sensible college, not a black college. I'm not assuming. Huh? Go to a sensible college, not a black college. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> a black college, not a sensible college? No, not usually. Oh, my God, Hank. Well, oh, your gosh, there's what? Prejudice. There's prejudice. How can you say? Yes, I am prejudiced. I'm prejudging all the black colleges as being not sensible for the most part. Because the black colleges are all into the black thing. It's better than no college. No, it isn't. No oh, college no, is often either. way, 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 way better than college. Oftentimes. <laughs> Look at the less educated voter Don't for Trump. Don't listen to Hank, kids. Get you an education. You can get an education, kids, but look at Trump. Look no, at who voted for no Trump. The less educated. Better than college. Huh? How are you going to say get your education, kids, and you're going to say... So, um, no college is better than some college. Because oftentimes work is better than college because work has to do with actually that's providing experience. for yourself. You're that's get experience at work. You're not going to get an education. That's an education. That is an education. No. The school of hard experience. knocks. That's, Ever that's see it on Facebook? Experience. That's not an education, Hank. Yes, that's it is. job experience. It's isolating yourself. If you lose that job... And education. Job what is... Choice. Define what education. You that job... You have no education on any other job out there. You can't take your skills at education means to another job. Yes, you can because you've learned to work and be disciplined and work while you're at work. If you're a good worker, pe- you'll be valuable anyway. Two different things. Huh? Working and learning the skill to do the jobs are two different things. Labor and skill work is two different things. Anybody can do labor. I agree. I know, and then, and... Can't and nobody, everybody, and once you learn a skill, you can't take that skill to every job. It's a skill. In I know, place. but you can take it, okay, you can apply hey, it to many other I'm jobs. you look dumb again. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm out of here. That's two days in a row. All right, bye. <laughs> he thinks he won, I guess. <laughs> he tapped out William in his imagination with dumb uh, stuff, and then he uh, pretended like education is good. Uh, isn't he educated? Anyway. Thank you, William and California. What a mess. Speaking of protecting the borders or not, I forgot to mention this. I mentioned Tucker, Tucker Carlson, my competitor, had that speech in Canada about every Anglo-sphere country getting invaded or immigrated, overrun with immigrants to change the face of the people, to undermine their vote, to ensure the vote of the, vote of the people who are supported by useful idiots, many of whom are these people, who, these corrupt people who vote in corrupt people. He said something about immigration that I forgot. He said immigration is not necessarily good, nor not necessar- nor necessarily bad. It's so simple, I forgot that. Because I want to shut down immigration, which I don't know. I don't know anything. But seems like we should shut it down or greatly, greatly, greatly restrict it. The fake argument from the liberals... 
is that if you're, if you're a child, we are all immigrants, right? That's their fake argument. The Anglos who were here who founded America were not immigrants. Some came here and started colonies. That's not an immigration. That's, col- that's creating a colony. The colonies. Pilgrims, pilgrimage. And set up shop here. That's not immigration. And then they had children. And then they made America for, their, for themselves and their posterity. Those are not immigrants. Nor are they children of immigrants. But if you have an immigrant and you're among your great-grandparents or grandparents or parents or yourself, you yourself, somehow that means that you're supposed to be supportive of all immigrants who come in here. No, that's dumb. It's silly. Don't say dumb too much, kids. They, had tr- they, being the liberals, right, the communists, had trained me by strawmanning me so much that I believed that I was, I believed that my position was the straw man that they strawmanned me. The straw man is when they pretend like your argument is something that you never said. It's like when the blacks accuse me of hating blacks, like uh, Frederick, or being discriminating against blacks unfairly, unjustly. We discriminate justly. I'm for a pause of a moratorium, an immigration moratorium, right? Like the United States and all these other countries are doing a moratorium on supporting the UNRWA or whatever that thing is. What is the UNRWA? United Nations Relief and Works Agency. Corrupt United Nations for Palestinian refugees in the Near East, UNRWA. And they had a whole bunch of Hamas alleged so-called terrorists, if you want to call them that, who allegedly participated in the October 7th terror attack that they called it a terror attack on Israel, which they killed a bunch of civilians, I'm told. Because they have corrupt people. So we pause support of them. I say we just... Stop supporting the UN almost entirely. Maybe entirely. Because the UN's mostly just evil. Same with the federal government. And same with these, so many of our local governments. Same with all people, really. So why should you fund them? Let them take care of themselves. I'm for a very strict immigration policy. And a rejection And deportation, very aggressive. It's tough, but it's right. It's right. We we all need the pain of doing right. Isn't doing right? Sometimes there's some pain with it, but it's a good pain. You're like, ah, but it feels good. I'm actually doing right. Isn't that such a relief when you finally do right? It's a good kind of pain. It's a good kind of pain. So thank you, Tucker Carlson, for uh, telling the truth that uh, immigration is not a good thing. And it's not always a bad thing. But right now, it's it's a weapon against America and Canada and England and New Zealand and Australia and so many other 
for not less normal white countries, because <laughs> those are all the f- normal white countries, right? Because <laughs> they're Anglo's and normal Christians. Nice. I also saw before I get to the break. It's Soul Junk Sunday, guys. I saw that I didn't see. I listened to American Anchor Baby. I didn't catch the whole thing on Friday evening, so I got up Saturday morning, drove down to the beach. You guys see my beach uh, little video for you supporters? You guys who support it over on Buy Me a Coffee and uh, Substack? I posted it up there. I might have posted it on Subscribestar too, I think. Not sure. I haven't put it up on Locals yet. But you can support me in any of those places and I appreciate it. But I went and proved that the ball, the earth is a ball. But anyway, that's irrelevant. Um, I mean, I, dis- I, I demonstrated it, okay? But that's irrelevant because I was driving down and listening to American Anchor Baby. And Sean, the producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, called in to the American Anchor Baby. Talking about the death penalty. Very interesting discussion. And uh, so check out American Anchor Baby and Nick Stream. On YouTube, Rumble, he's on Substack, which is to say it's on Spotify, audio podcast. Uh, he's live at noon, right after Joel Friday. Um, talking about the death penalty. He was always for the death penalty, but we put people in jail, he said, because they can't help themselves. So they can't... Um, they can't help but do the evil crimes that they do, so we got to separate them from the, the, the free general population to put them in the general population in prison, in jail, or maybe even apart from the gen pop in jail, which they should have done for... Actually, that guy shouldn't even be in jail. The guy who's so-called murdered George Floyd. <laughs> Give me a break. But uh, he, he stated that he Sean stated that he was thinking that he's no longer for the death penalty because they they can't help themselves. Why are you killing them? And also that you don't you don't kill them so then they have a chance to repent. But I think in my imagination, God forbid I do something to deserve the death penalty. Whew. But I imagine that I would repent a whole lot quicker and a, actually maybe repent maybe. Or at least I would cry if I had the death penalty coming at me. You know, swift justice. As opposed to life in prison. Or all these dumb, endless years, decades before getting that, the death penalty actually to happen to you. Or all these appeals and all this, these lawsuits and things. Oh, don't, don't kill me through nitrogen gas. Stuff like that. Oh, don't give me the needle. That makes me convulse, and it's cruel and unusual punishment. I would be less likely to repent in a lifetime of life sentence, perhaps. This is all speculation, just in my imagination, theoretically, than if I had the death penalty next week. You know, I'm going to hang by the... I got to hang. Or I got to get the wall, the firing squad, or whatever. Don't you think you would repent a lot quicker? So that's just a little point to consider. Although it's all speculation, it's all imagination. 
We don't know. But uh, isn't that true? You, uh, you might repent quicker if you have the uh, death penalty coming upon you. Then you repent, and then you, you, know, you have, still have to go through with the death penalty. But at least you're, you will live even if you die. But uh, to the people's point, to Joel, Joel uh, not Joel, uh, to JLP's point, the justice, so-called justice system is corrupt. You know, it's anti-white, it's political, it's anti-Christian. Attorney General under Obama, the second one, the black female, Loretta Lynch, keyword Lynch, she pushed the death penalty for Dylan Roof. Dylan, two ends, Storm Roof. She wanted him executed for being white. I used to think, oh, Dylan Roof should get the death penalty because he committed murders. But she doesn't want him to get the death penalty for committing murder. She wants the death penalty for committing a so-called hate crime. We should abolish these hate crimes uh, enhancements on this legislation stuff. These evil feds getting involved where they don't belong, dividing blacks and whites, giving these blacks this fake reason to be resentful of whites, pretending that racism is real and that whites are the primary perpetrators of it. Give me a break. Black on white crime being way out of proportion. I think twice as many whites get killed every year by blacks than the other way around. So-called whites. I don't know. Farrakhan talking about Dylan Roof. The police captured him and gave, gave him a hamburger. Bought him a hamburger. They drove through Burger King. Who even likes Burger King? That's not a reward. Farrakhan. Nation of Islam. Black guy. Angry. Evil. A liar. A divider. A divider not for what's right, but for evil. False identity of blackness. But yeah, so I don't trust the government to give us death penalty properly. Us. (laughs) It's mama saving you from repentance. Saving you from the tough reality of life. That's, at these, that's why these liberals are against the death penalty. These mama liberals. It's Soul Junk Sunday, guys. Soul Junk Sunday on a Monday. This track is entitled Peacemaker. It's from the 2000, I think, album, 1956. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Soul junk. Say it so, there's a spirit Speaking murder, murder, murder There's a spirit 
Speaking murder, 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 think I heard ya. Speaking murder, 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 think I heard ya. But now you're gonna hear me. Who am I? The MC. Appointed up the Almighty to speak this rightly and drive these stakes deep, dark in the heart of that deception. And those who squeal the loudest, they need the most correction. Understand, blood's been shed once for all, and the ground don't cry out for blood no more. And MCs on the payroll with them murder metaphors need to deal with the literal resurrector. Like a hot pot of java, molten lava, pouring out for what I'm kicking. My style sick, then step off and let the plot thicken. Listen, who put the crit in your condition? Take two of these and then consult the physician. Line up the scoffers, give them documented healers. These fake Jimmy Hoppers find a bloodshed so appealing. Send them reeling with resurrection, revealing. Spotlight gets stolen, no idea what I'm dealing. But I know you all feel a missionaries on a mission. Who are kick mathematics, you subtraction. I'm addition. Step right into the face of death and see his nerve switching. Cause I got no fear of what got no ultimate position on me. Cause those the sun that got a set free. I'm free indeed. So let the ceremony proceed. It's Christian. Cause those the sun that got a set free. I'm free indeed. So let the ceremony proceed. He's white, by the way. Glenn Galaxy. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through this. My opinion, beautiful music. Relatively nice anyway, right? They got the junk part right. Nah, just kidding. It's not that bad. Uh, by the way, Bibby, as in Lord Bibby42, says that's, that uh, Burger King's good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yes, Glenn Galaxy is Christian. Glenn Galaxy is the white man who rapped that rap. That was rough, Hake. <laughs> uh, let me just double check for any other super chats. That singer sounds like Frederick, says Canadian David. Yeah, he sounds kind of black, but he's white. Shout out to Glenn Galaxy. Oh, I'm still hearing the... Um, the background the uh, splash video funny okay thank you to strife cast for the ice cream thank you to maverick angel over on d live for the uh, subscription let me just uh, refresh my stream labs i think that was my problem i did not refresh my stream labs and so i didn't see it carver bought a coffee hey hake Instead of a coffee today, I'm going to donate a, 
I'm, I am donate a three-pack of ramen noodles in hopes that you, Fred the Pharaoh, and William can sit down and work things out over a nice, warm bowl of noodles. Noodles. I have always liked the, the plain, like, cup of, cup of soup, cup of noodles, cup of soup, whatever it's called. I like those ramen, but rarely have I gone to, like, a ramen place and liked it. Because they put weird stuff in it, like a hard-boiled egg. Oh! Or, like, weird fish or something like that. I stick with pho. P.S. If you combine the noodles, noodles, into one large pot and mix in various food items like hot Cheetos, the criminal slang is to call it a break. So don't say break, kids. Give me a break. (laughs) Thank you, Carver. Someone bought a coffee. You gave a couple standards of normal. One, what whites were like at the founding of the country, Anglo, Christian, etc. Two, as things should be. When people were being sensible. Which, those are, those are interchangeable, practically. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if every, I don't know if the people were that great at the founding of the country. I don't, I wasn't there. Um, which seems more like a behavioral definition, yeah. A, uh, Christian, the Anglos tend to be more for, you know, freedom and, and uh, stuff like that. And civilized, being civilized and trustworthy. Not stealing one another's stuff or shystering each other. So using those same two definitions or standards, keywords, same, how would you define a normal black? A normal black would be a a black Christian with a nice American name um, who's sensible. Uh, Like JLP is quite normal, normal black. Joel Friday, you know, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's pretty normal. He's pretty normal, actually. Uh... Using the as things should be slash people being sensible definition, I would, would say upstanding, law-abiding, etc. And by that measure, the stories you show of black crime, those are not normal blacks, unless you're going to redefine normal. Let's keep the standard the same. Uh, right, it's not normal that these blacks are all out of control. But many of them have descended into a fallen state. Same thing with the n- normal whites. They're abnormal on the inside and only normal on the outside. It's terrible. Thank you, someone, for the coffee. As always, appreciate that. You add to the conversation, and that's cool. Uh, and I think we're all clear. <laughs> Canadian David. <laughs> I don't want to talk to him. I'd just rather talk about him, referring to... Uh, I guess William didn't want to talk to Frederick, my caller, caller's last hour. Maze envisions him looking like Archie Bunker. What's funny is Archie Bunker was fashioned after this Jewish man's father. Not this normal Christian man's father. Not a normal Christian white man's father. It was a Jewish man's father. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Shout out to the old school Jewish men. Nice. I got to get to this abortion story. I would like to anyway. I actually have a clip on this. Um, So I was perusing this push notification from far left Apple News. I remember Matt Drudge was interviewed by my competitor. Matt Drudge being the guy who made Drudge Report, I guess. And my competitor being Alex Jones, AJ. 
He might have been on JLP's show. JLP's been on his show. But their Apple is pushing the Washington compost, as in poop-filled compost of from Washington, D.C., the swamp itself, propaganda far-left extremist whose motto is, let's destroy America and cast it into darkness and call it democracy. And so they say democracy dies in darkness. Ever since Trump came on the scene with, with power and authority and Christianity and normal whiteness, Washington Compost pushes this. I have a whole bunch of screenshots, too, in this folder, Hassan. Abortion woman one, Allie Phillips, pushed by the Washington Post. She's a 28-year-old gal. White, purportedly white, normal, maybe, I don't know. An abortion band turned a grieving Allie Phillips. And she's wearing Team Allie t-shirts and wearing pink uh, buttons and wearing pink. An abortion band turned Allie Phillips into what? Into a candidate, a grieving Andy Phillips, Allie Phillips, A-L-L-I-E, Phillips with two L's, Clarksville, Tennessee. This is an article by the far left, Molly Hennessy hyphen Fisk, Fisky, January 26th, Clarksville, Tennessee, framed ultrasounds hang next to Allie Phillips's mantle, a shrine to the child. This is the opening of the article that she never had. What a weirdo, huh? That's morbid. A delicate silver necklace and receiving blankets embroidered with the name Miley Rose. That was going to be the name, or that was the name of the child whom she had to kill inside of her womb. Uh, She didn't want to, actually, but she ended up having to. I guess it had no heartbeat or something. Maybe the, actually, it was already dead, so she didn't actually have to kill it. I don't know. Beside a tiny pink urn, an urn, you know, that holds ashes, containing fetal ashes. That's pretty dark. Why do you guys keep urns with ashes of your loved ones? Her loss not only turned the petite, this this gal calls her petite. Imagine being a man and being called petite. In other words, she shouldn't run for office. No authority. She's petite. She needs other men to protect her. But anyway. Uh, petite 28-year-old into a first-time candidate challenging an anti-abortion, all one word, anti-abortion, conservative. Oddly, they don't name, point out right up here that it's a woman. <laughs> In a fast-growing jo- fast district of, of Tennessee on the Kentucky border. Also into committed activist. She's one of three dozen plaintiffs suing. Not very Christian to be suing, generally. In state and federal lawsuits filed by the so-called, but they don't call it so-called, this female writer for Washington Compost calls it the Center for So-Called Reproductive Rights, which is a euphemism. It's the opposite of what it is. It's not about reproduction. It's about the right to kill the baby. That's what they mean. Center for Baby Killing Rights. Against abortion bans. Abortion, we all know, is killing the baby, right? And extracting the baby prematurely. Abortion bans in Tennessee, Texas, and Oklahoma, and Idaho. So there's 36, 
36, three dozen people suing with the help of the so-called Center for Reproductive Rights among the most restrictive statutes in the country. Tennessee, Texas, Oklahoma. We are in a fight for our lives. What? A fight for your lives? A fight to kill the baby's lives, you mean. Allie Phillips. And they're using her last name. The writer is not an old school writer. You're supposed to call her Allie. Phillips could be confused for her husband. Uh, Allie Phillips told a rally outside Tennessee Capitol the first day of this year's legislative session. We cannot back down and hide away. And so I have a clip of her uh, cussing up a storm. Since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in 2022, women in so-called conservative states have bucked the silencing stigma around abortion. Oh, uh, jump down to number four. There's a silencing stigma around abortion. Shout your abortion, they say, these evil people. One after another, they have shared their stories to challenge measures outlawing the procedure. And her case is one of those rarer cases where some reasonable people may differ, you know? And I have a conspiracy theory about that. One after another, but most of the people who are killing their babies, it's elective abortion. Like, they don't, they don't really have to do it. They're just selfish. Ambitious. Listening to Satan and Satan's lies. And this woman, too, is listening to Satan. I'll show you. Uh, one, they shared their stories, challenged measures outlawing the procedure of killing the baby, right? In nearly all circumstances, including when a woman's life or future fer- fertility is threatened. I don't know how I buy that if I buy that. Because every pro-lifer I know who's for ab- abolishing abortion, say, except for the life of the mother. Except for the life of the mother. So, li- life being threatened, you could say, oh, my life is has... Going outside is a threat on my life. Getting, a, getting pregnant is a threat on my life. Get it? If, if you're a woman, right? Because I can't get pregnant. Uh, uh, eating eating uh, broccoli is a threat on my life. Anything is a threat on your life. That's dumb. That's a communist phrase, including when a woman's life or future fer- fertility is threatened. Some see running for office as an extension of that increased visibility. I'm running to protect women and girls and families, says this Allie Phillips woman. There's a picture of her little sister. Let me, of the big sister who was her first daughter, I guess. Is that her first daughter? I don't know. She had a kid out of wedlock. Big, see these, they were all excited about having this girl, but she wasn't able to do it, carry through with it because it didn't have a something. Heartbeat or something. Cute little white girl. Purportedly white. I don't know. Eyes look a little beady. Maybe it's not a normal white. But, uh... Is this a millennial or a zoomer? Is this a young millennial or old zoomer? Who had these children is running for office. 
There's another case, number six. Nancy Davis is another person in Louisiana, which also prohibited abortion with few exceptions. Nancy Davis, a different person, other than this other gal, Allie Phillips. Nancy Davis is planning to run for office, too, because of what she went through in 2022 after learning that the fetus, meaning baby, unborn baby she was carrying, had no skull. No skull. Doctors denied her an abortion. Despite the lethal anomaly, apparently it's deadly not to have a skull if you're a baby, unborn baby. She had to leave the state to terminate the pregnancy to kill the baby and uh, remove the baby. So Davis, Nancy Davis, reached out, meaning contacted. Didn't physically reach out. Maybe she did physically reach out. I don't know. It's not the best writing coming out of the Washington Compost. Who am I to speak? I think I'm one to speak. Not that I have the best writing, it's just, or even good writing, but reached out. That's it. That's lame-o talk. <laughs> to Phillips, meaning uh, Nancy reached out to Allie. S- listen to this, Allie states, if reproductive health care is important to you, running for school board isn't the way to go, she advised her. Allie advised Nancy. You want to be where you can make the change that you want to see happen. So they're saying that these men, these men are botching things. And that these women will do better. Uh, I don't deny that men will, may botch some things here and there. But I have a conspiracy theory to explain. Uh, a little bit more of what's going on. But these women are going to make it even worse. So sh- look at her. She's showing off her ultrasound. Uh, number seven. Um, she shows off this ultrasound of her second child or whatever, the child that she wanted to have, but she didn't end up having because didn't have a heartbeat. She holds the ultrasound pictures that turned her welcomed pregnancy into a tragedy. Uh, so go to number eight. By the time this, not Nancy, Allie Phillips, go back, this is the first gal, arrived to New York City abortion clinic. Last March, Miley Rose no longer had a heartbeat. So that's not an abortion. That's like removing the baby, the, un, the dead baby. It was still not even born. It was uh, a miscarriage. She had a miscarriage. Miley Rose no longer had a heartbeat. Through tears, listen to this, she updated her TikTok followers. What kind of husband lets her have a TikTok Maybe it's just one of those cutesy things. You know, there's a lot of family gals and guys who post family updates on their IG. Maybe she's treating her TikTok like that. Benefit of the doubt, right? I was documenting the journey of what I was having to go through as a woman in an abortion-banned state. Oh, no, she was a little activist. She had an agenda. She has a major presence on social media, this Allie Phillips gal, which she describes as a lifeline. Not her husband, but her social media presence. She thinks it's critical to be open and transparent. No, gal! You're not supposed to let it all hang out. That part was the most raw and real moment. So let me show you this uh, video. Hopefully it... Hopefully this... um, And then I'll also tell you about my conspiracy theory. Hopefully this this clip plays. Clip 11. This is the first time I've played clips in weeks. So if it messes up, uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> well, then whose fault is it? Let's see how this goes. Here's the Washington Post 
report, the reporter and this out clips of this Allie gal, Allie Phillips, pro-abortion woman. Here it is. Let's do cover red states. I'm based in Texas. And so I wanted to look at how candidates were talking about abortion, in particular women in red states. And I found that there's a number of female candidates who not only are sharing their abortion stories, but that's part of the reason why they're running. We want bans off our bodies. Yes. We want bodily autonomy. Yes. And we want politicians to stay the hell out of our medical decisions. Yeah. Allie Phillips said what really motivated her was this struggle that she had to go through when she was diagnosed with a fetal abnormality. She had been trying to have another child. She was overjoyed when she got pregnant, but then an ultrasound showed that the fetus had issues with the development of really vital organs like the brain and the heart and the lungs. This is the bunny rabbit my husband and I picked to hold Miley's heartbeat and here it is. TikTok. Because of the abortion ban in Tennessee, a trigger ban that took effect after Roe was overturned, she couldn't get an abortion in Tennessee. She had to go out of state and the nearest clinic that had availability was in New York City. I'm at the clinic right now. And I did not expect to have this update. Um, but they just did the sonogram. And Miley's heartbeat isn't there anymore. One thing that really struck me um, when I went over to um, Ali Phillips' house was that the mantelpiece over her fireplace is just covered with tributes to the daughter she wasn't able to have. Miley Rose really is the center, not just of her campaign, but of her life. That's dark. She doesn't want her to have existed in vain. She um, talks about wanting to, to find purpose in what happened to her. Together have got to let these Republican men, men. know that women are powerful, we're pissed, <gasps> and we're coming. Allie Phillips told me she plans to be out more door knocking, meeting with local groups, um, trying to, to not only share her abortion story, but also her views on other issues. It's going to be interesting to see if Phillips can connect with those moderate, independent, um, right-leaning voters, particularly women, and whether her district is going to be a bellwether for the state. In Man, cussing, make some darn change. Yeah, I noticed that too, Chris. The the reporter woman doesn't seem to be uh, dispassionate. She seems she seems to have an agenda. It's like a one sided puff piece, pro abortion puff piece. And somebody in the chat says, "So it wasn't an abortion. It wasn't a. They didn't kill the baby. They didn't have to kill the baby because the baby already died, right? Something like that." Woman, the young lady is crying on TikTok, and her husband is like a mechanic or something like that. Husband is just letting her do this drama. <laughs> hey, explain, reached out again. Reached out. I take issue with it ever since Bill O'Reilly took issue with it because you're using these sort of cliche phrases. Reached out. What's your, what do you make of this? All these dumb, lame things. 
28-year-old mother slash TikToker who probably was very pro-abortion and liberal and lame to begin with, given a sob story to push other women who shouldn't be worrying their pretty little heads about politics to spread her misery. Hey! <laughs> Spoiler alert, found her TikTok. Don't harass her, guys. Unless you're Brandon M. Because you harass for Christ. I don't know if Brandon M. even catches the show. Here's my conspiracy theory. These doctors, so-called doctors, are saying, I can't do an abortion. I can't do this. this. I might get in trouble. I think they're, one, playing this fear-mongering thing, pretending like there's something wrong with these laws that the rhinos are coming up with. You know how the, the Republicans are pretending to be tough about abortion and tough about the transgender issue. Uh, the transgenders playing in the women's sports and girls' sports. That's the only things that they're pretending like they're tough on. They're not good on immigration. They're not good on the... They pretend that racism is real. They let the people call the whites racist. They pretend that the blacks are such poor, innocent victims. They kiss up to women like crazy and girls. They're pathetic. But they're, they're making these laws, and maybe they're making mistakes in making these laws, right? Because they, you know, people... You have to iron out details. It's like getting our st studio in order. We got this new equipment, and we're ironing out the details. Um, but my conspiracy theory is these doctors are liberals nowadays. And doctors who are liberals have anger. Because if, if you have anger, you're a liberal. And since they have anger, they are being obstinate. This is my conspiracy theory. It's not even a conspiracy. It's just a culture, human nature, evil thing. When somebody makes a rule for you, for your job, and you don't like these new rules imposing on you, and say you're a liberal and somebody's pushing like conservative moral values of don't kill babies in, on you, all of a sudden you're going to try to make something a problem that wouldn't actually normally even be a problem. They're just being difficult unnecessarily, is my conspiracy theory. And these silly gals, silly women, shout out to the silly women, are falling for it. And they too have that same evil spirit where they're, the husband tries to make them do something. And they're like, okay, I'll do this. And they just do it in the worst way that they can. The doctors are doing the worst job that they can. This is my conspiracy theory. I have no proof, right? I'm just theorizing because I've been tempted to act like this when I have to do something that I don't want to do. Or if I don't think that somebody's this thing is doing it wrong. You know how you, all, you wish it goes wrong. You wish it goes badly. You hope Biden fails to bring peace to America. Or you hope that Trump fails to bring peace to America. And so these people making division unnecessarily spread your anger. You got cut off, and so you try to cut the person back off on the road. They made you mad, so you try to make them mad too. Try to pull each other deeper into hell, you know? You sabotage your job if the powers that be aren't letting you do things your way. So that's my theory, is that these doctors could handle this uh, birth defect issue and, you know, threatening, threatening the lives. You could do this. You could do it. Just call your lawyer because, yeah, no, there's no, uh, for the most part, people are reasonable. 
yeah, I know that the law is not reasonable oftentimes. The legal system is not reasonable oftentimes. They will get you if they're malicious like that. But uh, in her case, that was, uh, I don't know, there's different things that you can do. And the laws don't need to be so specific. It can be like general. And then in cases like this, where you have to, you have to uh, take out the, uh, the child to protect the mother, and I guess you should do that, I guess. I don't know. A lot of this is playing God. A lot of this is fear-mongering. Women have fear and, and feel like this thing is threatening. It looks threatening to them in their imaginations, and so they want to hurry up and do this and make things worse. Kill the baby. She has a whole mantelpiece, a whole, like, display. And the reporter woman Molly Hennessy-Fisk is saying it's the center of her life. How about... See, she's not pro-life, she's pro-death. She's all about death. Doesn't want her to have died in vain. Find a purpose. A purpose of what? So the other women can kill the, the babies more freely? What do you guys think of my conspiracy theory? About, about evil human nature wants to be obstinate and make things not work. Call out these little these sort of off-the-beaten-path, less common incidents to make it look like these Republicans don't know what they're doing and we need to let them kill the babies all the time. Hake yelling at clouds with a bald fist. <laughs> Let's ride this one out until the end of the show. No, no, obvious globe. Anyway. <laughs> I will get to more of your calls, guys. I want to cover one more uh, little story here that I saw, I think. This Japanese Miss Japan doesn't look very Japanese to me. Is she Japanese? I mentioned this in Hague News at the end of hour two. I'm absolutely Japanese, says Ukrainian-born model crowned Miss Japan, responding to critics. And... This is from a CNN video. I don't have the video for you. But all these, there was like a white Miss Zimbabwe. There's this, people are saying that she's Jewish. She's Ukrainian born. A lot of Ukrainians are Jewish, I guess. But many of them are Christians, or at least Orthodox. Ukrainian born model crowned Miss Japan. Her name is. Uh, Carolina, with a K, spelled the Russian way, or whatever, Ukrainian. Shino, Shino, S-H-I-I-N-O. Sparking debate on what it means to be Japanese after winning the 2024 Miss Nippon contest. I learned from American Anchor Baby that 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 means Japan, N-I-P-P-O-N. Reporting from Tokyo. That doesn't look very Japanese. But who, who voted for her? <laughs> Miss Japan. Wait, whatever. That's as you get, Japanese. See, the Japanese aren't so homogenous after all. 
hey, don't post Bibb's girlfriend, you're doxing her. <laughs> I just thought that that was somewhat amusing. There's other actress mess. Nihon. Nihon? It's actually pronounced Nihon. Native name. Oh, that's endonym. Oh, that's what they call themselves. Dang. So it's kind of like Deutschland. If I were Japanese, I would want to call it Japan. Japan sounds cooler than... Well, I would have to hear how they say it. I am absolutely Japanese. <laughs> Good for you. Congratulations. Anyway, Mr. Pink is on the line here. You can call in, guys. Mr. Pink in California, how you doing? It's Miss Japanese History Month. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, uh, you know, ain't no Carolina ain't no name for no Japanese. I know. I'm from North Carolina. What the? <laughs> no, nah, no kidding. Um, I was just, uh, you know, calling to get in on this uh, kind of abortion topic. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a mess. But I will say this. Uh, last week, and not this past one, but the one before, we were down at the Bay Area Walk for Life. Okay. And that was that was a good turnout. It was really encouraging to see, to be honest, because I think, contrary to public uh, perception through the media or whatever, because they're going to always uh, amplify their their viewpoints inside from whatever like corporate interests are are putting it out. Uh, there's there's a way more of a turnout and and encourage, encouraging uh, vibe from the life people. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Um, when we were down there, there was like a little corner across from Civic Center, like tiny, and it was like maybe 50 people that were like the howling, screaming, demon-infested, give us our right to kill children people, you know? Yeah. And and they were saying a bunch of nonsense, and they all looked like brainwashed and didn't even like know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, just something they read on CNN. Right. But when we were out there, there was like thousands of people that were walking for life, man. I got pictures. It was like all the way down Market Street. So What I don't like about it is it seems like women are running the pro-life movement rather than men. That is true. That was really an annoying aspect, I'll tell you, because there was like one priest that said something, and it was a Catholic priest. Yeah. And then there was like a reformed uh, uh, pussycat doll Girl oh. got up there and gave a speech, and I was like, "What the?" Yeah, and they were. She was all talking about, "Oh, when I'm in the entertainment industry, I was made to feel like I couldn't, and so I did that." Right. Oh, you know? wow. And so she got like, an abortion. She regretted it. Oh yeah, there was a lot of that talk going on, and yeah. then there was also some encouraging talk about you know a lady that had adopted like four kids. Out of okay. that situation and stuff, so it's, it's. I'll just. I just wanted to lay down and know that the media will inflame the topic. Yep. And and raise up their issue as like really popular, but from what I've seen, because I'm in San Francisco where it's supposedly, you yeah, know, liberal. We only like that, but there was like 50 people down there with the megaphones, wow. sounding like demons. You know, and there um, was like thousands of people for life. You, you heard my report on this Washington, or my response to this Washington Compost article, puff, pro, basically a pro-abortion puff piece. Um, yeah. I wonder if these people lack the ability, these writers, for example, propagandists, uh-huh. lack the ability to question their assumptions and question... 
offer, you know, they used to, it used to be, want to be balanced, offer both sides, yeah, you know, sure. uh, or offer many s- sides. Um, but there is not really a, there's not really a, a fair presentation of uh-huh. how, what this girl did wrong. She was in a, this one, this woman was a single mother before she, uh, got married and had this, started to have this second kid, I guess, according to the, yeah. rep- if, if I read the report correctly, she's a single mother. She was like, this woman was almost, cr- sounded like this woman who wrote this article was almost crying for the subject of the article. This person whom she's promoting, really, she's promoting her and promoting the pro-abortion exactly. agenda. There is no balance to how... Mm-hmm. There's no... Yeah, there's, and I, think that I don't comes even know from, what to say. <laughs> that comes from... I think they're in a thought bubble, right? In, in an intellectual kind of... Uh, I don't know what they call that. The uh, You know, where everybody kind of believes the same opinion just because it's... Echo chamber... Type thing, yeah, the echo chamber, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, I was I've been searching for that word for the past week. Thank you. <laughs> nice. um, the echo chamber, and and then also it comes from the fact that most of the popular newspapers and stuff are paid for through billionaire leftists like Soros or you know Washington Post is owned by um, or New York Times is owned by that 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 big Mexican billionaire. I don't know what his Does deal that, is. Yeah, d- yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm blanking on his name too. But there's a yeah, yeah uh, Jeff Bezos didn't Jeff Bezos the Amazon far left extremist yeah. Amazon spit it out yeah like, far left extremist Jeff Bezos Jeff Bezos In, bought Washington person. Compost because it was gonna go under <laughs> well I don't know if it was gonna yeah go but see so of course at that point that's when uh, they started labeling it uh, every I think right it said Washington Post democracy dies in darkness yeah <laughs> right I was like what is that. <laughs> Um, but uh, so of course they're going to hire only people who think what they tell them to think, and yeah. then they're only going to write and popularize the articles that they tell them to write yeah. or get through the editors. So of of course it's going to seem like their side's so amplified, but it's really just a few people being paid to think a certain way. Yeah, you know when you look at the actual polling of real people, ain't nobody really for like late term abortions and. And all this, there's no way a sane person in their right mind goes, huh, yeah, I think it's okay to, at eight months or nine months, right before you're about to break your water, to go ahead. Like, that's insanity. But people are pretty dark. People are... Uh, that is true. People are... Like the lady... People accept... Think about how, animals. Yeah, think about the people that are, who are accepting so-called same-sex marriage. That was unthinkable 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, or, I mean, most people penalty. weren't for that. And now they're for it because it, they, it's all around them, and they see, oh, these people aren't yeah. nice. So we they that just also, accept evil because people are nice. Yeah, or people, oh, they don't want to be offensive or cause drama. And I think it's yeah. what happens when something's so commonly accepted as the norm. Yep. Even though it's not the norm, and you know in your heart it isn't. Yeah. That that's what happens, and so I think the turnout, like I said, downtown for you know the pro life walk was was very telling to me because. It showed you where the spirit of the people really is versus what they'll tell you. Interesting. So, anyway. uh, Carlos Slim, I believe, is the New York there Slimes you go. guy. There you go. I, I learned that one from Alex Jones so like way, way back. That's funny. Carlos Slim, a billionaire. <laughs> He's trying to control you. <laughs> wow. Anyway. The New York, the failing New York Times, as Trump calls it. The New York and Slimes. And so you think about. 
the people that go to the grocery store, like the same old liberal heads that like buy the paper actually, that that they're like, oh, you get more information from this than the internet, and it's like the same stuff's on the internet. Uh, <laughs> like, but they read it like they're learning something, I and know. they take every word serious, and they don't filter through the fact that somebody's paying for them to believe it a certain way. So, yeah. Eh. Trump used to read the what New York mess. Times, and yet he still thinks independently. So that's yep. that tells you well, that it's like it's like what you do with the common nonsense network. Right, and stuff. I read it's CNN. Like you tell us what they're saying, but then you filter it through the hate news. Right, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. It's good to hear from cool, you, Mr. Dude. Pink. Appreciate, Appreciate you, brother. Y'all All have right. a good day. You too. Bye. Mr. Pink in California. I forgot to finish that story. Let me, since I brought up that thing, let me just show you these gals. Speaking of this abortion thing, uh, go over to number nine. Look at these gals standing on these steps. Oh, short and girly woman looking. They don't look like they belong <laughs> in politics. Speaking with like a, what, like an amp with your pink shoes and pink blazer and other pink shoes and black. Looks ridiculous. Goofy guy on the side standing all proper. Rally for our rights in Nashville, early January. Allie Phillips was a featured speaker with Senator Heidi Campbell, State Senator Heidi Campbell Center, and fellow House candidate Allison Beal, 1L, Beal, B-E-A-L-E. These they're like the, uh, the conceited class president type girls, teacher's pet type girls. <laughs> Look at them! <laughs> okay, uh, also at the People's Rally for Our Rights, there's this 18-year-old Isa Cruz, Isa Cruz, who's holding a sign, uh, number 10 there, abortion woman, women. The People's House, and she's promoting, I think she's promoting this other guy, uh, this Allie Phillips woman, she went and talked to this lawmaker, a man, she texted the lawmaker to thank him for his time. Every chance I get to tell my story, I will. Even though reliving the memories is painful, it's important for me to keep her name alive. The, the baby girl that she had to kill or that died inside of her womb or whatever. Who knows, maybe one day I'll run against you, this woman wrote uh, to, um, not her, but the Allie Phillips woman. And this guy named Burkhart, who, whom she talked to, never followed up, so that convinced her, I'm not going to rely on a man to help me. Where I want to tell these men that we're pow- we women are powerful. Show number 11. Uh, we're powerful. We're here. We're pissed. Don't say that word, kids. And we're coming to get ya. I'm going to do it myself. So she hates men. The two could go to number 12. The two could not be more different. At 61, this politician Burkhart, whom she went to and talked to, is a real estate developer decades older. So he's somebody who's actually run his life uh, for a while and run other pe- helped uh, 
other people, I guess. A member of the Church of Christ. That's what Bill Lockwood is, I think. And a former Clarksville city councilman and firefighter who adopted his daughter from Russia 25 years ago. This Allie Phillips, they're using the last name again. Allie Phillips girl, woman, 28 years old, female, I should call her. A Taylor Swift fan. Oh, big wow, who's not a Taylor Swift fan? That's not special. With basic white girl tattoos. Had Adelie, that's her first daughter, I guess, as a single mother while working three jobs to put herself through college. Wow. Single mother. Excuse me. She's spiritual, but her family doesn't attend church. They have one car and they live paycheck to paycheck. So she can't even run her own life. How is she going to try to run the government and do better? But she may get in. There's a picture of her, number 13, of her uh, putting her hand on, putting her devilish hand with the ring finger is painted white. Fingernail is painted white for some weird reason. Red, 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 red fingertip nail. Pointy fingernails. That's scary, by the way. She's the new Hillary Clinton, somebody said in chat. I can't believe Hake just said the P word. Don't say that word, kids. And she's holding this other girl's other woman, Sierra Barnett. Phillips greets Sierra Barnett at the rally, reacting with happiness to the other woman's healthy pregnancy. Wow, she's blessing it in the name of Satan. Blessing that unborn child in the name of Satan. Get your hand off my wife's pregnant belly. Allie Phillips, and look at this kicker, Uh, the black man, male, from uh, Tennessee, number 14, Justin Pearson, look at her, she's like, (laughs) Justin Pearson is wearing this mask, you remember that, he's wearing a China virus mask, black, all over him, and he has, looks like he's wearing a dashiki, you know, the African shirt thing underneath his blazer, looking ridiculous, Fairly slim, though, hey. Um, Justin Pearson with his goofy afro pl- acting like he's all black. And before that, we played the before and after. Justin Pearson, do you guys remember this guy? He's been making a ruckus and been all phony black preachery in the past. Like, last year I covered him. And before that, he's like, Hi, I'm, I'm for uh, us coming together. All goofy. Look at him, looking him in the eye, all love struck. Where's your husband? <laughs> Allie Phillips. <laughs> no, I don't know. But two peas in a paw. This is not a decent woman. Phillips talks with Representative Justin Pearson, a Democrat from Memphis, Tennessee. Was that after the Memphis black police officers beat up the black uh, guy who was running from them and beat him to death, allegedly? Ridiculous. Slave mask. (laughs) Yeah. Terrible. Ridiculous. At least they aren't fat, says Terry. That's right, they aren't. And they're in the South. The beautiful South, Tennessee. I've been to Memphis, Tennessee. It's, It's nice. 
and elsewhere. So that's that. Uh, I did see a super chat come in over on buymeacoffee.com. The ongoing saga of normalcy. Someone bought a coffee. Now that you've explained what a normal black slash white is, and since you often use the caveat normal white when you feature stories about black crime, will you preface it by saying not a normal black? Question mark. No, I don't think so because they are. They're the normal blacks. They are the normal blacks. All too common. But I shall consider your proposal, even though I said I won't do it. I've never heard you use the term normal black when you use the term normal white. Uh, When you talk about a white committing a crime, for example, it strikes me as a no true Scotsman type argument. That's because you're not a sensible man or woman. The no true Scotsman fallacy is not a fallacy at all. It's the truth. It's the truth. Because oftentimes it's not normal whites who are doing these things. It's the Italians. It's uh, (laughs) Irish. Those criminals. (laughs) Shout out to the Irish and the Italians and the Jewish people. But they're just simply not normal whites. Blacks, there's, there's like two or three different types of blacks. There's the black Americans in terms of physically speaking heritage. There's the black Americans, and then there's the uh, immigrant blacks and their children from Africa or from wherever. And then there's also like the, the island blacks, those two. So there's like three types of blacks. And they all fall into the black thing. Whites don't really fall into the white thing. So I don't know, this... Uh, You're not exactly making sense, someone. I think you're just being sensitive. I'm wondering if you yourself are black, Mr. Someone, or Mrs. Someone, or Ms. Someone. Hey, what's up, cult ghost? 07, salute to my lone viewer over on Kick. Hey, Radulazer over on Twitch. Thank you, Misty, for the uh, ice cream over there. And I think we're caught up on those Super Chats. (sighs) I don't think I really have time to touch on this Megyn Kelly thing. I wanted to... Megyn Kelly called... Megyn Kelly... You know that woman who did this... She was on Fox News. She hated Trump. And then now she plays like she's this sensible gal. She was like a hot shot on Fox News... She went after this woman who looked like she had plastic surgery or something done to her face to make her look wildly different. And the woman is leaving Instagram. <laughs> Maybe I'll cover it tomorrow. I know I have to end pretty soon here because we're coming close to the... Uh, we're coming close to uh, 5 till and I gotta be done out of here by 5 till completely. Joelle Friday is gonna be coming up next. Make sure you catch him. Uh, Love Language, part 136. (laughs) Uh, Catch Joelle Friday TV. Catch American Anchor, maybe. Um, Maybe I gotta, maybe I should bring in uh, another day uh, Sean, the producer. Because that was interesting what he said about uh, the death penalty. 
Uh, it is, though, Menomina Monday, and I think I have to end. Oh, I think I'm already too late! It's Menomina Monday. This track is entitled Cough Coughing. It's from the 2003 album, I Am the Fun Blame Monster. So, adios, America. Catch you all Friday, TV next. Bye. vibe. <laughs> it might be about a physical, I don't know. I don't think so. Hey, remember when you played good music? This is good music! I met this drummer. I talked to him at their concert with a buddy of mine. Way back. Like 20 years ago almost. I gotta get out of the way. Joel Friday coming in. Adios America. Have a good one.